Good afternoon, and welcome to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. Do you want to help make the world a better place but don't know where to start? Join us as we explore the possibilities on today's show with inspiring guests, uplifting music, and new ideas. So let's get started. Here are your hosts, Lorianne Rising and Uncle Mark Olmstead. Hi, and welcome to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. I'm your host, Lorianne Rising. And I'm Uncle Mark. And if you're valuing the show and want to continue hearing more, we would really appreciate your sharing the show with family and friends and adding a review for us on whichever podcasting platform you're listening to. And don't forget to support us by directly becoming a member of the Family Action Networking Club. In other words, the fan club. (laughs) And you can visit riseandshineasone.com to learn more about that. Well, and to wrap up last week, uh, for the same reasons that we're seeing all this Black Lives Matter um, pop- population voices going on this week, Native lives also matter. And we're really grateful to Native American journalist Jacqueline Keeler for being with us last week to raise awareness about the challenges being faced by Native tribes across the continent. It was a very powerful conversation, and please be sure to check it out if you missed it. Yeah, I know the Black Lives Matter and Native American communities have a close affinity because they deal with so many of the same issues, especially when it comes to police brutality. So it's definitely an important conversation. Absolutely. And today we are talking all about putting the power of music to work with two amazing women who approach it from very different angles. It's Mm going to be really neat. We've also got some fun announcements coming up about a contest, a concert, and some great resources we've created for teachers and parents. First, though, we have Mikkel Golan with us. She is a mindful music teacher, a coactive coach, a spiritual yogi, and talented, talented musician. Oh, she's an amazing person. Actually, I'm, I'm really looking forward to every kid on the planet having a fourth or, or a teacher that, that's doing what Mikkel is doing. She has taught various grades and subjects over a decade in Toronto, Canada, and spent a year teaching English in Korea. A private piano teacher for over 20 years, McCall also has taught music and laughter yoga remotely to children in Cambodia. Currently, McCall integrates music, yoga, and mindfulness into her teaching practice to help each child access their inner voice, gifts, and highest self. Welcome, McCall. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. This is so great. Well, I'm really curious. What do you love most about what you do? Wow. Um, What I do is truly such a blessing. The opportunity to empower students and to give them a voice and to really help inspire them through music and bring out their strength and qualities and really teach them to believe in themselves and to really connect with themselves on a deep level through music and self-love really I mean it's 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 just a blessing it's a gift your work is like you're you're doing stuff that's after my own heart this is just like the most (laughs) perfect kind of thing Uh, and I'm just so grateful that you're here to be sharing this stuff but teaching music to kids isn't new but how do you approach it Uh, because it's somewhat different. You got a little bit of a unique method, don't you? I do. So, I mean, I've, it's been quite an interesting year for me. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a very challenging year, lots of, lots of things happening. And through that, I have um, really taken on a, a major love for yoga and meditations. And when I'm in the classroom, I really find that teaching children to self-regulate and identify with their true feelings, colors, and energies through that yoga and meditation that really helps me personally and spiritually. Um, It really allows them to not kind of break out of the box that they're used to in a classroom and really, as I said before, just truly empower themselves through sound. It's really mindfulness and yoga is um, a huge part of my teaching. I love the fact that you integrate all of it together, especially at such a young age, because I mean, that's so much of what kids are learning or how to self-regulate, whether it's emotions or they're just 
physicalness in the world or relationships, all of those things are so important and just absolutely. And the whole body matters. Valuable. That it's mm-hmm. all, we're all integrated, interconnected. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So why do you think music is so healing? So I grew up, I grew up in a musical family and I remember that Friday nights, my sister and I, who went to art school, like, as you said, music piano was a huge part of my life. We were always singing. And I remember that despite how insecure I felt or, you know, the things that kids feel, I would always find myself feeling so proud and confident. All the insecurities would just fade away through sound. And I just remember really so much joy and presence and connection with family. And as a piano player and a piano teacher, I've always found piano and music playing an instrument to be so cathartic and so healing. Mm-hmm. I've always been able, I've always gravitated towards it, especially in difficult times. And I find that whenever my energy feels off, I feel misaligned. Sitting down just with myself helps me relax, sort things out without even thinking about it. Just find this presence and this calm. And the sound and the vibration through the body, the tones, there's something extremely magical about it. And I stayed in my classroom with students. They'll they'll enter after recess if there was a conflict with a friend or as they're coming from a, a class, if they had a test and they were stressed out, as soon as they hear the sound, we mm-hmm. do the yoga, the mindful meditations. It's incredible to see the smile on their faces. You know, they, they rewrite lyrics to their favorite music. They create instruments. They really push themselves out of the comfort zone and find that inner voice. And really, I just, again, it's it's something about the sound, the vibrations, tones, and connection with self that regulates the body and brings a sense of harmony and balance, which promotes mindfulness and well-being. I, I truly find it to be so healing. Well, it feels like it feels to me like it's getting in touch with who we really are. I mean, we're we're vibrational beings. We're made of matter, right? And what what is matter, right? Other than vibrational energy, you know. And it feels like so. I, I've I've kind of always had this this sense that we're basically songs. You know, we're orchestras mm-hmm. walking around. All these these vibrational tones. These these you know subliminal frequencies just working in coordination with each other and and i think it's it's so so cool what you do to try to to connect kids to that awareness at an early age you know and i what you were talking about with noticing how kids shift depending on the music i mean when i when my kids were little i really would notice that my son had some special needs and would get upset about things and i could turn music on and it would completely calm him down. And my kids would get along better with the right music playing in the background without me having to do anything. It was so interesting to watch and notice how music in the environment, even if they weren't aware of it, would shift how they behaved. It was wow. just, yeah. So I'm curious, how has music really been healing for you personally in your own life? So this has been the hardest year of my life, as I briefly mentioned before, many challenges and changes. And the greatest pain was the recent uh, sudden loss of my dad, who was my favorite person in the world. And we shared such a deep bond and connection through music. I remember we would always sit by the piano and sing songs from the Phantom of the Opera. And him and my mom would sit on the couch with their eyes closed while I would play Chopin and Debussy and It was just, I learned at a young age that music was never about the way I sounded, but about the way that I felt before, during, and after each piece. And so I used it as a way to express and release my emotions. And I always felt there was a sense of freedom and wholeness with each sound and energetic shift. And so when my dad passed away, I joined a sound healing group therapy workshop. Something just led me there. And it didn't just unpack these layers and layers of pain and resistance, but it created the space to feel those powerful feelings while allowing the vibrations in my body to really shift that frequency from within. I actually remember the moment when I realized that the sound healing and my restorative guided meditation practice were actually this amazing, like beautifully integrated team, which work to actively unlock my chakras or spiritual doors to my soul, if you will. I just remember feeling 
seen, I felt heard, I felt understood, I felt connected to myself in this subconscious level I, I didn't even know existed. I remember I felt safe and loved and I faced my grief head on with a variety of support groups as well and my own tools through my awakening journey in the past year and a half. And honestly, music and sound just, it helped me remove the heavy armor that housed my body, which was like ready for battle. And it just strengthened me mm. as a person and as a music teacher. Mm. Wow. Very cool. And so you mentioned well, yoga and chakras. How do those fit into to the actual, pro- your teaching process? Are you introducing kids to yoga themselves or, and, and chakras? Some, some of us aren't familiar with chakras. Yes. So throughout my awakening journey, I have deepened my yoga practice, specifically restorative and Hatha yoga. And between those yoga classes and my inspiring spiritual teachers and my own genuine curiosity, I've learned so much about the role of the seven chakras and the way that they, they play this huge role in our body. And I learned that there's colors tied to each chakra. I learned that they're the same colors of the rainbow. So that was a fun mm. concept to teach my students. And it was interesting that each chakra symbolizes a deep feeling or emotion that we may or oftentimes are not even aware of. And when a particular chakra is activated, we may find that we feel scared or lost or excited or unusually intuitive. And each physical sensation derives from a particular color chakra that takes refuge in our inner guidance system or our soul. And it's that chakra which triggers the physical sensations that results in a mood or energetic shift that could be hard to shake if not carefully explored. So what I've learned with the chakras and navigating my way through grief and COVID-19 and something that's become really clear to me is having the privilege and honor of being a music teacher for over 400 students in the school board. I get to blend my passion for healing and helping others through mindful music and motivate students to not just survive, but thrive during difficult times. You know, I've always taken every opportunity to bolster students' natural strengths and abilities and help them build their self-esteem and believe in themselves through compassion and empathy and mindful self-talk. But now, more than ever through online teaching, I get to share my love for music and meditations and mindfulness with with everyone and structure really a step-by-step approach that celebrates slowing down and breathing and taking moment by moment with trust Mm. and ease to just really appreciate the magical power of, of music. I feel like children now through my online program are more independently able to identify which chakra in their body is activated in their own system Mm. and use music to heal those individual feelings and energies through their own educational pedagogy, exploring really creative ways to truly rise to the occasion for themselves and their families. So it sounds like you're really teaching kids a lot about emotional intelligence and how emotions run through our bodies. So getting in touch with that, I mean, that's in many ways, emotional maturity that you're starting. So you're not just approaching music with, you know, okay, here's the rhythm and the beat and what the note is and Mm -hmm. sing the song. You're making it a holistic approach to connect with them at such a deep personal level. I just absolutely love that. It's like putting uh, new words to my my mission, making a difference one song and one story at a time. <laughs> it's like, only you're like, really? Yeah. Taking rubber it meets the road. Level. That's, yeah. That yeah. is so cool, Michael. So all of this energy and, and the chakras, which I understand are sort of energy centers in the body. So understanding which energies move through and where they actually can get stuck also is important to understanding. Um, and so talking about the energy and the movement and the feel of, of music, do you ever feel like energy gets stuck in certain places? And how does music help make that shift for you? So definitely, I feel like feeling that stuck energy for me means that there's a buildup of tension or resistance in a particular chakra, which truly requires deep exploration. 
I find stuck energy to be so valuable and so helpful. You know, it just really guides me inwards and motivates me to investigate my feelings further. It's actually when I'm feeling stuck energy that the process of preparing for my online mindful music program is so helpful and cathartic. Each week, I choose a different song that guides the meditations and activities. And I benefit from those songs energetically. So I really strive to provide that similar experience for my students and their families. And the songs that I choose connect to the current COVID situation. So while there's a lot of you know, worry and fear, there's, I, I like to really focus on the love and the hope and the gratitude. You know, some of the songs are like songs we may have heard of, Fix You from Coldplay or We Are the World or True Colors, but the versions I've chosen or most of them are actually very relevant, emotional and personal recent Zoom versions of people all over the world doing it. So I love that it's mm-hmm. so personal. And it's through listening that I tap into the sensations where I'm feeling something in my body and the vibration that I'm feeling, whether it's in my heart chakra or my -hmm. stomach or known as the solar plexus chakra, that it guides me towards identifying which meditation is needed to heal those Mm -hmm. blocks. And that energetic shift is something I want to mindfully create for my students. I actually Mm -hmm. also participate in... um, a lot of online sacred singing circles rooted in the four elements and drumming circles and sound bath meditations, which are really designed to stimulate the chakras through sounds, tones, and vibrations. And again, it's that peaceful, energetic release that um, really helped me work through the stuck energy and inspire me that I want to provide for my students as well. Well, you're doing some awesome work, Michal. This yeah, is wonderful. Definitely. Well, and you mentioned uh, the the information you're putting online for your students. And w- I, I just have to say how honored we are that you're using a couple of Mark's uh, yeah. pieces as well oh, for this man. week and next week. And you've helped us put together some really amazing aids for teachers and parents, you know, whether it's for summer activities or even during the school year. Uh, and that's that's really fun. I know it just got posted like yesterday. So have you heard anything back from any of your students about that? Or is it actually, just- coincidentally, just received my first email yesterday about from a kindergarten student who's having such an amazing time with these amazing activities. Your music, Mark, is so inspiring, and it's it's so aligned with my mindful messages and I love it and the kids love it. And for them now to have so much mm. more confidence with their chakras and the colors and the energies and your messages through the music, they're just, they love it. And it's, um, it's incredible. One of the, this particular student was saying that he's feeling like a, a musical superhero. <laughs> and it's just, right. Yeah. I, I cried. It was. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Oh, wow. I might too. That's <laughs> <laughs> wow well wow okay well and, and yeah okay. <laughs> poor mark I'm that's great right. that is so wonderful we love hearing <laughs> that and okay more more of that please yes we've actually made so there's uh two different songs with associated activities and then the third resource we've made available uh, is actually a shining moment activity. And so they're for younger kids, there's coloring involved for older kids. It's more journaling and conversation, but there's actually activities which each of those three for kids of all ages, K through 12. And uh, so that's all available on truesunbeam.com for teachers and parents. And it's all available for free, actually. Just go to the for teachers tab. Lori's been working on the website really hard lately and getting all this stuff ready. So, yeah. so thanks, McCall, for all the extra work. But uh, you know, <laughs> no, it's been great. It's <laughs> so perfect. It is so wonderful to have guidance like this of somebody that knows what they're doing, and uh, and Lori has a TEFL certification. So you know, these resources have been developed by yeah. teachers for teachers. Yeah. You know, and we're in the process of having them evaluated by an early brain development specialist as well. So this is really a a process that we're we're taking seriously. It's it's pretty exciting. And Mahal also uh, in, inspired us actually to go ahead and offer a concert for kids as well. 
and as well as a contest for kids. So we want to just take a moment to make that official announcement. So the Rise and Shine contest officially starts today. And there's, yeah, and there's two ways to participate. So kids of all ages can have fun and join in. There's coloring pages, or you can also answer the question in uh, essay or written form. And that is, if the world really did work for everyone, what would that look like? And like I said, this is a contest for all ages. So two to 92, uh, if you want to participate, we've got fun prizes that we're giving away in different age categories. And we're doing this in part, like I said, we were inspired. And we know right now so many people are struggling with such a wide range of things going on, massive change. One of the ways we've talked a lot about on this show and we know from our personal lives to handle that is to start envisioning the future and really focus on what is it that we want to be creating. And that does not mean going through the world with rose-colored glasses, but it does mean coloring it in a way that we want to see it take form. So as we start envisioning the future and just and really thinking about what would that look like, we're inviting you to help co-create that vision with us with this contest. And some of the prizes for these contests include recognition or even participation on an upcoming show, you know, which means of course you'll hear your name, but we might even you know, have you on perhaps even to read your submission, you know, your idea of what the future could look like. Um, winners will be invited to a private concert and chit chat with, with Lori Ann and I, and, um, and we'll play music and just hang out and have some fun together. Uh, winners will also receive autographed copies of the Adventures of the True Sunbeam coloring book or storybook by Uncle Mark, that would be me, as well as autographed copies of You Rising by Lorianne. Yeah. She's got an amazing book. If you hadn't heard, you got to check it out. <laughs> and we are looking at adding and, oh, and, more prizes. And yeah, too. we've got so, so many cool things going on. Check out the website. The uh, Regarding the, the Radiant River online confidence course, this confidence building stuff that we've been putting together. We want to make sure that, uh, that we've got those components going out as well. So stay tuned at uh, truesunbeam.com for all the details. Yeah, or and or follow us on Facebook because right. we're going to be making some announcements right. on live streams and talking more about it over the next couple of weeks. Yep. So we're really excited about this and it's, you know, if you're a teacher, definitely share this with all of your students. If you're a parent, share it with all your kids' friends. And parents, you are welcome to participate also. So like I said, anywhere 2 to 92 or 102, you know, come join us and help create a vision for the future. And I also want to announce the concert. Tickets are on sale today, this afternoon, right now. Uh, We are having a public Rise and Shine concert Thursday, June 25th. It's going to be online So a ticket actually is access for one device. So your whole family can gather around the screen and share it together. So it's not a per person ticket, it's per access. So, Mm -hmm. and it's, and those tickets are only $10. So the whole family can come to a live concert with Uncle Mark for $10. It's going to be awesome. And we'll be, well, by the way, we'll be announcing the, uh, the winners of the contest on, ju- on the, at the concert, at the concert. Right. Right. Yeah, at the same time. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And- that will be happening then. And there are ways you can get a discount even mm. off the $10. So As if, teachers. Yes. Yeah. So check out the website for more information about that. Again, it's rise and shine as one.com. All right. So McCall, thank you. Very much for helping set up all this stuff and being here today. So has been a huge inspiration and instrumental in helping us get this done. So we're really, really appreciative. Thank you. If you couldn't tell by listening to her, uh, you you have so much to offer. So where can people learn more about what it is you're doing and and keep in touch with you? Thank you so much, first of all, and they can anyone can find me on my new website at www.mindfulmusiconline.com. 
And um, there I provide my the activities and meditations and the songs of the week and everything I've been providing for my students. And just uh, to provide that, again, that safe, positive space to really pause, breathe, appreciate, and, and feel really great, really navigate through this time through um, joy and gratitude. So, Well, thank you so much for all your amazing work and for sharing it with us. Yes, thank awesome. you so much. And for all your help, definitely. So, and we need to take a quick break shortly, Mm -hmm. uh, just in a few here. But when we come back, we'll be talking with Wendelin Bartley, a composer who combines music, mythic story, and the energy of nature into her work. But before we go, we have a song for you. This one is a musical introduction to the idea of synergy by our very own Uncle Mark Olmsted, and it's about the power of working together. So really, how do you define synergy? Well, I, I like to think of synergy being the, you know, you plus me equals the power of three. It's called, this, this song is called the road, the road of Mind to Shine, and it makes a great sing-along, actually. It's got a kind of a call and response thing going on there, so Tune it in, turn it up, enjoy, and we'll be right back. I'm on this road of mine to shine. I'm on this road of mine to shine. Destination peace of mind. I'm on this road of mine to shine. I'm on this road of mine to shine. What kind of magic could I find? I'm on this road of mine to shine. Synergizing time Where I am on this road to shine As we travel through our day There's lots of music we could play But how should we decide what song to sing? Together now for just a while I'd like to try to share a smile And find some kind of magic togetherness might bring right here where two or more aligned will be the brightest we can shine because that's the time when synergy is found so if you want to shine along join in and help us sing this song you've heard your part it's coming back around i'm on this road of mine to shine i'm on this road of mine to shine destination peace of mind this road of mine to shine I'm on this road of mine to shine What kind of magic could we find? I'm on this road of mine to shine I'm on this road of mine to shine For a harmonizing, synergizing time And do our best to let synergy come show us how to shine. We're on this road of ours to shine. We're on this road of ours to shine. Destination, peace of mind. We're on this road of ours to shine. We're on this road of ours to shine. What kind of magic could we find? We're on this road of ours to shine. We're on this road of ours to shine. We're harmonizing, synergizing time. Where I am on this road to 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. In our changing world, how can you protect the self-esteem, confidence, and dreams of the children you love in just five minutes a day, even from a distance? To learn more about Uncle Mark's Best Indie Book Award-winning kids book, his music, and resources to support families, visit truesunbeam.com. And if you're an author or musician with a similar mission, learn how to be a guest on the Rise and Shine radio show. Visit Uncle Mark at truesunbeam.com. Are you a woman who's tired of staying silent and people-pleasing at the expense of your own health, wealth, and happiness? Discover the roadmap to self-confidence and freedom in Laurieann Rising's international award-winning book, You, Rising, Reclaim Your Life, Live Your Purpose. And if you're an author whose nonfiction or memoir makes a powerful difference, you're invited to be a guest on the Rise and Shine radio show. For books, resources, and show details, visit laurieannrising.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Rise and Shine, not just for mornings anymore. To reach the show live, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send us an email to share the love at riseandshineisone.com. Now, back to Rise and Shine. Welcome back. So I gotta ask, did you catch yourself singing along with Road of Mine to Shine? Did you get your feet tapping? Isn't it amazing what music can do for us, which is exactly why we've dedicated an entire show to talking about the power of music. Actually, I think we ought to do this every other week. I think this is just, but I mean, it's awesome. So but with us now, Wendelin Bartley, a composer, sonic, oracle, creative vocal coach, and sound energy practitioner. She earned an MA of music and composition from McGill University in Montreal, Canada and is certified as the, in the soul voice method created by Karina Scheld. Her voice, her, her, excuse me, her concert music has been performed and broadcast internationally, and she's collaborated with artists across dis- disciplines, including film, video, dance, radio art, installation, and theater. She is also a music journalist writing for the Toronto-based publication, The Whole Note. Welcome, Wendelin. Well, thank you, Mark and Lori. So good to be here. Oh my goodness. This is, I'm I'm loving the show. We just need to, I really feel like we need to do this more often. (laughs) This is great. We we really appreciate you being here. And I love to ask people, what do you love most about what you do? Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about that actually, when you asked Mikkel that same question. And I think one of the things I most love to do is to be in nature and to um, begin to interact with what I'm experiencing in, in that environment. And I begin to do that through my voice and I begin to breathe and, and then start connecting with whatever I see in front of me. And it's a form of communication, a form of dialogue really between me and the water, me and the tree or whatever. And I also, if I can add another one, <laughs> things I love to do is that I also love to help people find their voices and to find the deep resonant power that lies within them. So many people struggle with the sense of, of their voice and feeling like they don't have a good voice or they can't sing or like whatever. But inside all of us is this incredible power. And so I love to help people access that. Uh-huh. I- I might have to work with you a little at some point because I'm one of those people that I I am absolutely convinced I can't sing and I am very shy about doing that. So it would be interesting to feel that unlock. We'll we'll talk about Lori's karaoke story sometime (laughs) down the road. 
right. when, when she's paid enough, she does great. You know. <laughs> well, you know, I got paid 50 bucks the first time uh-huh. and I figured 50 bucks for three minutes of making a fool of myself. That, and, that's okay with me. And I can she do has that. such a great voice. You do. You just have such a great voice and you're just like, okay, we got the motivation though. But, but hey, so, okay. So Wendelin, what was your journey like to become an actual composer? Right. Well, it started um, basically when I was in university. Um, I was studying music, but I was studying music theory and music history, and I was very bored. And I, um, on a whim, uh, talked to somebody who was a composer, a composition professor. This Hmm. is at the University of Toronto. And I asked if I could come into his class because I was curious about studying composition. And um, he said, oh, no, 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 it's not really possible because of the status of, you know, what kind of program I was in. And anyway, for some reason, he finally said, okay, mm-hmm. come into my class. And so I did. And and that kind of, you know, set me off on a, on a path. And uh, after my son was born, um, I was kind of a bit lost and not knowing what I was going to be doing next. And so I started to, I decided, again, on a whim or something, some inspiration to um, study, take a course in electronic music at the local conservatory. And it was in this little hole of a room down in the basement. And I just fell in love with working with technology and recording. And I, so because of that, I went on to study my master's, took my master's in music at McGill at the time when they had a very, they still always have a state-of-the-art studio, but at that point in time, in the in the 1980s, they were they had a really, uh, uh, st- well, what they had was this device called. It was one of the first digital synthesizers. So I learned all about working with computers and um, Boy, and how to create, <laughs> yeah, and how to create my music on you know through a, through. Um, through computer technology and and i was i i loved i loved every second of it um so that's kind of how that's sort of the short version wow that sounds sounds like quite a journey there's just so many options and in the digital music world it's just like to find your voice and and follow through is such a such a cool journey and obviously you have been uh you've been at it a while how long have you been working on this (laughs) Oh, you'll date me. Um, oh, no, just, just, you know. <laughs> well, let's so say you started over 30 years. Oh, let's say over 30 years. Yeah, wow. Sure. So, oh, so you started when you were six months old. So yeah, exactly. We okay. could, we could uh, call you the voice of experience. In the- <laughs> <laughs> there you <Right>. go. <laughs> so, Wendelin, what is the vision that you bring to your work? Right. Well, yeah, I was just thinking because when I really embraced composition, this was at a time when um, I really wanted, you know, uh, I was influenced very much by the feminist movement and I really wanted to, I had this vision to, that I wanted to unearth what I, how I phrased it was, I want to unearth the lost voice of the feminine. And I didn't really totally understand what that meant, but I sort of dedicated my composition practice to discovering what that might be so that each piece you know, each next piece that I wrote was one more step in that journey. And, and so I have, you know, so that unfolded. And then over time, I became really connected to started becoming more connected to my own sounding voice, um, and started uh, studying with with some people that really opened me up. And that's why I love to do it with others because I learned such an incredible, I had such an incredible experience doing that. Mm. And um, so that vision sort of slowly morphed into Mm -hmm. connecting with nature. And the more I, you know, pursued this, I also went and studied uh, and, and made a pilgrimage really to some of the ancient sites in Malta and Crete because I felt like, there in those ancient cultures, um, the uh, connection with earth and with the connection with the goddess um, was very vibrant and real at one point. And I really wanted to find my way into those places and see what my voice 
could uncover about ancient wisdom, ancient connection with these, with these, with this legacy, which is all part of the lost wisdom of the feminine, right? It's all, it's all kind of comes back to that. And, and I think it's also part of the lost vision of our connection with the earth. Oh and, boy. Which well, is so, so important right absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man. Underlined, underlined, exclamation, exclamation. Okay. So I don't yeah. know about anybody else, but I am curious to hear what it is you've been working on. And as I understand, we have a sample of your music to share titled In Golden Light. So tell us a little bit about that while we get it queued up. Yeah. Okay. So this piece uh, arose um, recently. And so I'll just back up a little bit and say that I, at the beginning of this year, I woke up on January 1st with this vision and this name called Earth Soundings. And so my vision was that I was going to go out into various spots in nature on a specific like, important calendar day or important day, day in the earth calendar, like, for example, a solstice or an equinox mm-hmm. or whatever, and, or full moon. And I would go out and I would take footage of a particular area. And then I would also make uh, vocal improvisations. Um, and then I would create a, like a little video. So and they were designed as meditation pieces for people to help deepen people's connection with nature themselves. So it. this in golden light one, it was came about recently. And it's, it's part of, it's an excerpt from what you'll hear today is an excerpt from my earth soundings number four, which you can connect with on my Facebook page and also on, um, uh, on my website. And uh, so this particular experience was, um, I uh, um, I was sitting by uh, the riverbank, and um, it was actually the Thames River in Ontario, Canada. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and all I was right. all, of, all of a sudden the light was bl- strobe like pulsating, like a strobe light. The sun was reflecting on the water, and it was pulsating. Um, so mm. incredibly, I could not believe it. And, hey, maybe uh, we can actually do the video of it on uh, on our fan club page. Well, maybe yeah, we can, bec- yeah, maybe sure. we can. Sh- let's do that. Ooh, but hey, but we got to play the we got to play the clip for now. Uh, if uh, if that's queued up, let's let's give this a listen real quick, so we don't want to run okay. out of time. Okay, sure. thanks, my I don't know about you, but a minute of that was not enough. That was really beautiful. That would be oh. wonderful to play and relax to or yeah. have going in a classroom oh, to relax man. kids or even at home just to relax everybody in the evening and stuff. That's really beautiful. Thank you, Wendelin, mm. for sharing yeah. that. Sure, okay, and your welcome. website and where people can be finding out more of this before before we skip over that somehow. Yeah, well, I just put all made all these earth sounding meditations available on my website called uh, soundingherwisdom.ca. Um, you can also go to Facebook and just search earth soundings and because I have a dedicated Facebook page for each of the videos. There's four of them so far. Um, mm. But there, there'll be one every coming every month, pretty much every month. Now. Wow. Okay, nice. well, we'll have a conversation about maybe borrowing some of that for the fan club if if uh, if you're willing to share some of that down the road <laughs> but i would love to anyway yeah. go ahead wonderful well i know you mentioned before that your work is really uh empowering for women and has 
a, a basis in place and, and time. And I know we've talked before about women having undergone a long history of being silenced and discounted. And so I'm curious, how does your work help really restore women's voices and, and in even a collective cultural sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I, um, you know, I kind of dedicate my, my work to this, but, and I do do voice workshops entitled Embody Your Voice, in which most of the people who come to these workshops are women. And um, I think it is what I was talking earlier about trying to um, help people connect deeply in their bodies with their breath and um, find those sounds that resonate um, I call it the low belly sound. (laughs) And, um, but so that's on an individual level, but on a cultural level, uh, it's, 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 I've been introducing this idea in some of my writing about um, something I call the sovereign voice. And really it's about, for me, it's about connecting with the life force energy. When we explore that within our bodies and within the breath, and then it roots us in the earth. And then we're able to, um, through the life force power, the power of the kundalini, really, it gives us uh, an, an empowerment or a sovereignty, a sense of our own grounding, a sense of our own strength. And that to me, that's directly connected with the life force energy. So it's a practice, really. It's, it's, it's not a theoretical thing. It's a practice that one has to do regularly to, um, and certainly my work with Karina Shelda in the earth in the uh, sorry the soul voice method helped in that process and what I learned about energy and sound and vibration and and grounding within the body through the voice that's what that's really so important. Boy you and McCall make a team here this is just so awesome the work that you're doing and I, I hear I understand you're currently working on a book that is a form of uh, a memoir correct is that is that right? Yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it's a memoir um, combined with mythic story. So I use the myth of Baba Yaga and Vasilisa. Vasilisa is this woman who has to go on quite a kind of terrifying journey to meet Baba Yaga, who's like this fierce um, Kali-like figure. Um, but she goes through a process and finds her creative voice by the end. So my book is about my own struggle with being brought up in a quite a, a fundamentalist religious Christian background and going through, um, you know, a variety of things in my background that where I was very impacted by the patriarchal ideas of women being silenced and so on. So it's my journey through to finding my own voice and the incredible experiences that I've had where I felt the, the, um, I, the, the life force comes through and come and the goddess of sound, I sometimes like to call her, come through my own voice and transform my voice um, into something that I at times barely recognize. <laughs> Is that book close to being done or does it have uh, a title yet to look for? Um, well, yeah. great, great work. <laughs> we know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> right. No, I'm not ready yet, but um, I'm still I'm I am working on it. I've got enormous number of notes and now it's just a compilation of the notes and I go through various titles. But I um, hear that. yeah, mm-hmm. I go. Through, yeah. But um, yeah, it's, I, I, I think I'll just leave it at that because well, hey, <laughs> and it'll probably be shaped from so much of the stuff that's going on today. I would mm-hmm. imagine you, you'll be able to incorporate perhaps. I'd uh, like to, I'd, I'd like to be able to. Well, I would be really events. excited yeah. to hear in your interpretation of, of current events and using that, that energetic translation of music, combining nature's voice, voices mm. and, and our own human voice. And I'm just, oh, I am just absolutely in awe and in appreciation of the work that you're doing, Wendelin. Oh, thank so you, it's, Mark. It really... Mm-hmm. really so great that you're here and and um 
Well, we are coming relatively close to the end of our time. We could, you know, and we have proven over the last few weeks with both of you that we could go on for hours in and, this conversation. And maybe, but, maybe we should actually continue this for another little, if you're willing to, to continue yeah, after, with this, after the show, after ends. the show, and we can we can uh, continue things on the yeah. on the fan club. Yeah, but for right now, just remind us one more time what is the best website for you, Wendelin? Oh, um, soundingherwisdom.ca. Wonderful. Yeah, because you're, you're in Canada. Soundingherwisdom.ca, right? Yeah, it's, it's a Canada thing, yeah. It's a Canadian thing, eh? <laughs> yeah, right. And, right. and on, on there, I've, I've sort of designed it to give people different resources to work, help them also work on their own voices. So okay. Wonderful. Well, I might have to check that out for myself, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you so much for being here, Wendelin. And oh, I welcome. I want to remind our audience as well, if you're interested in the resources that Mahal is offering, her website is mindfulmusiconline.com also. And we just so appreciate both of you being here today. And maybe we'll just have this be the first of several of these that we can do and just keep de deepening this conversation. How about that? I'll just put that out there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> let's, let's hear votes from, uh, from listeners. You guys, if, if we want to hear more of this kind of stuff, Definitely. Uh, let us know. Well, and for right now, we just want to remind you to check out riseandshine.com because, like I said, there is the contest that yes. is now available and there are prizes. There is no purchase necessary to participate. It's for kids of all ages to help us co-create a future vision for all of us to move into. And of course, the Rise and Shine concert coming up on June 25th is a, tickets are on sale and there are ways. It's only $10 for access. That's as many people around the screen as you want to fit there. Um, but yep. there are actually ways to get a discount even off of that $10. So visit riseandshineas1.com. And pass it around to all the teachers that you know. And, and let's get as many kids involved with this as possible because uh, it's all about building confidence and and we know that uh we can't have too much of that right now all right so and then come on back next week as we will be talking to a couple who have been homesteading for over 30 years and about to, we'll be talking with them about how to create their your own self-sufficient backyard no matter where you live right and they even have tips if you're in an apartment so Ooh. literally no matter okay. where you live so Absolutely. until next week Keep in mind that wherever you are, there's always time for remembering to rise, rise and shine. shine. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Rise and Shine. Please join Lorianne Rising and Uncle Mark Olmstead for another great show next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, keep rising and shining. Just another job.